Hey, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Fire From Heaven Philosophy. Today we're continuing the worthiness of work. And um, so basically what I'm doing is uh, you're just sharing qu- quotes and and ideas just from, you know, people from history, uh, even from today, and writers, authors, creators, artists, philosophers, you know, um, so basically that's really what this series has been, but I just want, um, yeah, I'm going to get into the quotes and stuff, this is kind of like an introduction to the episode, but I want to talk a little bit about, like, obviously work, but I think a lot of people have this uh, grind mindset, even today, and I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but a lot of people just have this this mindset in developing themselves, um, which isn't a bad thing either, but it's also, it's all focused, you know, a lot of times on their work, like kind of... What, what would we call their day job or their profession or whatever. And uh, I was actually just listening to a sermon by Paul Washer, who's uh, just <laughs> phenomenal to listen to. Uh, reason being, he goes against the grain, really, of what modern-day church is, because if you look at the churches today and how the church was in the Bible, it's going to be very different, and it's sad. Uh, it's, it's sad how different it is, and um, yeah, I'm not gonna get into the <laughs> whole debate about that. But uh, something I'm just trying to, I'm struggling with, and something I'm just fighting against is I have this mindset with my work, with my day job, with my work as an artist, with my you know, just anything that I feel called to work at, like even this podcast, uh, something I'm very convicted by is I don't approach my family with this same mindset of working, you know, working on it, working on my relationship with my wife, uh, working on my relationship with my son as a father, I don't approach it the same way as I do with all the rest of my work. And that's not a good thing. (laughs) Um, I don't approach it with this, like, I'm going to bust my butt, you know, to to really work at this and and grow it and grow my family and grow my relationship with my wife and everything. Um... I have the mindset of growing myself so that I could be better for them, but I'm also, you know, I just don't approach my home, my family, and everything with that same mindset, and, like, I'm ashamed because of it. I think all of us, we should be ashamed that we don't work as hard at our relationships with our children and our wives, or husbands for that matter, uh, with the same work ethic. I talked about this yesterday. I'm like, 
trying to get in the mindset of whenever I leave work as it's a kind of like a similar uh, ritual, you know, I'm just kind of driving, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm prepared for the worst, but I'm hoping for the best, and, and you know, this is going to be a good day, whether it's a, a bad day or not, really, <laughs> it's pretty much, you know, just kind of like a little bit of my my thinking as I'm driving to work and stuff, so I'm trying to do that as I go home, and, and uh, you know, be more work-minded when I get home, and, you know, just in this, like, really, this grind work ethic, like, all right, like, this is, and not even that, it should be more so than with my day job and with my music, it should be more so that I'm, like, thinking, all right, let's grind at this, let's bust our butts to grow this, to develop relationships with my family and my son, and growing, and it, that should be of utmost importance, when I was listening to this uh, sermon, he was like, when people ask me what do I do, I say, I'm a husband. What else do you do? I'm a father. Well, what else? Oh, besides that, uh, I spent a little bit of time preaching. And he's just like emphasizing like the importance of like, this is our full-time job. Our families, our relationships with our family are wife and our children. This is of utmost importance. This is our full-time job. So, I just wanted to talk about that because, yeah, it's great to have all the this other things and to have, like, a work that you're passionate about and everything, but we should all be passionate about, like, the work that's done, like, under our roofs, in our homes, you know, just growing and growing with our families that honestly should be like what we're most passionate about I know some people like might might not have that or anything yet but really that is like the source of so much chaos that goes on today so much chaos so many adult children running around that's the source of it Not putting family first. So, you know, I'm very much kind of like a grind person, like putting the work, putting the hours and everything, but I don't approach my family in the same way. So that's something I'm struggling with, I'm trying to do. So in the context of that, when I share these quotes I'm going to talk about in a minute, apply them to all areas of your life, not just one thing or the other. Devote yourself to, like, all things. Whatever your work you're doing in that moment, be there, focused on it. And, you know, really put in the work of whatever you're doing. I think we just forget that that needs to apply to our families. Myself especially. I've just been very convicted by that. I'm, like, almost grieved. Like, I almost want to weep at how pathetic I work at my, at developing and growing my relationship with my wife and my son compared to how hard I work, you know, growing relationships or whatever in my business and stuff, making connections, growing my music and all that. I'm almost grieved at how pathetic the comparison is to how hard I work at that as opposed to my day job and my music 
So, with that in mind, just think of what parts of your life you, you really are passionate about working and developing and other parts of your life that you're kind of ignoring that you should be doing as well. And uh, um, I'll be back in a minute to uh, share the quotes. Right, we're live on Facebook now. Welcome to the Fire from Heaven philosophy. We are continuing a series on the worthiness of work. And <laughs> I did a quick introduction. It's kind of like, I'm kind of like, why, why do I even do an introduction if I'm going to talk about it anyway? But just a quick re recap of the introduction. I just talked a little bit about uh, rest, too. So, you know, there is, like, the aspect of working hard and everything and uh, really, really working hard in everything that you do. But also, you know, just the aspect of rest, too. And uh, not to forget about it, basically, is what I talked about in the intro. Uh, so, we're going to get right into it. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, trying to remember where I left off. Um, this quote is from Olin Miller. If you want to make an easy job seem mighty hard, just keep putting off doing it. Oh, that just like hits me hard because like, there's so many simple things that I should do that I just always put off doing it. And I don't think I always intentionally put it off, but it's like, I'm kind of just very much focused on what's like right in front of me. And a lot of times that's like, uh, a lot of times I'm just always like focused on if I have like a moment of time where I can work on my music or whatever. It's like if I have a moment of time where it's free and I'm not really thinking about anything else or whatever, then I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm going to go do this, you know? But like I'm never like that with the things, the small things I know I need to do, especially just in my home. <laughs> small things that really wouldn't take that much. And, you know, I, I could invite my wife on to talk about this. She could talk for hours. <laughs> uh, talk for hours about me. Uh, not doing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, just something I'm trying to like, something I struggle with, but something I'm like trying to work on. It's like, doing the small things that really aren't that big of a deal. They just, and they seem big because they kind of just pile up because you put them off because they're small <laughs> and, and then eventually they become like this whole list of things. So then you put it off because it seems overwhelming. <laughs> uh, it just like, this just circle. Um, but, Really, just sit down and do it. Like that. This is me talking to myself, pretty much. <laughs> I struggle with just freaking just doing the small things that seem not that important, but really are. Uh. So, 
Yeah. Make an easy job seem really hard. Put it off. <laughs> uh, uh, um, the next quote is from Confucius. I think we might have shared a quote from him early on in this series. Uh, it does not matter how slowly you go, so long as you do not stop. Oh, that one's good. That one's so good. Just like, I think, uh, from like the perspective of like an artist and musician, it's like, I really like try to apply this to my music because I think sometimes I can get kind of this perfectionist mentality and I really, I really like want things to be perfect, but all that ever really does is hinder me from getting anything done. And eventually, you know, in the times of my life where I did that, I just ended up like stopping essentially. So, it, you know, it's better to move slowly than not to, than to stop. And it's like, I see it as it's like, from the perspective of, again, as an artist, like, it's better to release a song that isn't the best than not to do it at all. You know, there might be a lot of people that disagree with me on that, but it's like, you can always go back and like what my uh, structure is sort of for like releasing music is I release pretty much all the music that's going to be on the album uh, to get, you know, keep momentum going and everything. And obviously like this idea here, uh, because I don't, I'd rather move slowly than stop. So it's just like, um, plus to always keep my audience engaged, but just always like releasing songs. And then I go back and, you know, kind of do edits and stuff like that, make it better for the album version. But it's like, if I try in the times where I tried to do like a whole album before really releasing anything, it just ended up stopping me because I would, I would think, Oh, I got time and everything. It's just like, if I keep momentum going, then it's a lot better. So, and that's really with anything, especially when you're like, especially with like growing yourself. Cause you know, some days just might feel like you're moving really slow. Like you're, you're not getting anywhere. Like you're not growing or whatever. And a lot of those, a lot of those days, just like you really want to just like forget about it. It's like, forget it. Just give up. But you know, it's better to just, like, keep moving, even if it's slowly, than to lose momentum and stop, because it's still, you find out the person who moves consistently is, ends up going a lot further than the person who even moves really, really fast for a small amount of time. It's like the person who moves, keeps moving consistently, even if it's slow, is a lot further. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you probably do just a whole bunch. Some of these people, I could just like look up and do a bunch of quotes from them, and yeah. But uh, um, next quote: I am not a product of my circumstances. I am a product of my decisions. Stephen Covey, man, that's a good one too. Cause it's just like. Just pointing out that it's like, 
a lot of us, especially me, I think I I always think like, oh, I need I need to have like this happen in order to do that, or I need to have like just I need to have certain circumstances in order to do what I I know I should do. But you know, like what this is say is like you you make those you make decisions and you know you're a product of the decisions you make on a daily basis not the circumstances that happen to you on a daily basis it's like the decisions you make despite your circumstances especially like the decision you make to like uh, of how you're going to respond to the world around you to the circumstances around you you know it's just like a decision it's just like it's a choice you've already made. Well, I think it should be a choice like you've already made because it's easier to make that decision. But to have like choices you you have you've already like decided on with certain decisions like in your day. Like, what am I gonna do when I get up? I'm gonna get up and read, meditate, maybe work out a little bit, then I'm gonna go to work. Like kind of pre deciding, like having those decisions, like I don't know. It just it's just a bigger impact on your life and your day. It's like you said, I'm a product of those of decisions. So whatever decisions I'm making on a daily basis, you know, that's why my life is the way it is now. It's no one else's fault. You know, where I am now is a product of decisions I've made in the past. Not my circumstances. Many of us want to blame circumstances, but it doesn't work. Um, oops. Next quote. Uh, Chanakya. I'm not sure who that is, but um, this is. The quote, learn from the, the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourselves. Well, that's so good. I like that because that kind of goes, kind of goes against the grain of, like, the conventional wisdom of you, uh, gosh dang it, this stupid freaking phone. You live and you learn. You know, it goes against that because... What it's really saying here is learn and live. <laughs> You'll learn from the mistakes of others. And, you know, like you can't live long enough to make all those, all those mistakes and everything. So learn from the mistakes of others. Like you're, you're still going to make mistakes and you're still in a sense going to, you know, live certain things and learn from that, you know. You you do live and learn in a sense, but what what uh this person is saying here is you you should try to learn some things from other people so you can live better. I think that that's even really when you look at the book of Proverbs in the Bible and uh you know just when it's like this father instructing his son and everything, like what it's really just like saying is like Learn all these things and live your life not as I've lived it. I've made a lot of mistakes. The writer of Proverbs, King Solomon, if you read anything about him in the Bible, he was not 
He was not a perfect guy. None of the people in the Bible were perfect except for Jesus. You know? Like, that's a mistake, like, even a lot of Christians make. is like, thinking that it was anything of themselves why God was using them. And it wasn't. It was righteousness that God gave them. That God put to their account. It was nothing of themselves. Um, but, you know, just looking at that again, like, King Solomon, he made a lot of mistakes. He was gifted, like, great wisdom. And, you know, he was, he, he was very wise. <laughs> People from all around the world would come to, like, hear of his wisdom and, and to learn from him and everything. But the guy had, like, hundreds of wives, <laughs> you know, and he wasn't perfect. He, you know, and he's instructing his son in the book of Proverbs. He's like, don't make all these stupid mistakes I made. <laughs> Learn from my mistakes. Live your life. Don't make all the mistakes I've made. You know, learn from the mistakes, from my mistakes, from the mistakes of others. Because you can't live long enough to learn all of them yourself. It's really good. Um, uh, do, do, do. So, uh, the next quote, uh, let's check time real quick. Okay. Oh, my phone's actually synced up now. Um, attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make, makes you. So, choose wisely. So that's going back kind of like to to the one talking about like decisions, a product of decisions and everything. It's like you choose your attitude that you have throughout your day. Some people might not like believe that, but you really, you you have the ability to choose what attitude you're going to have throughout your day. You might be like, oh, that's, a, that's not true. I'm not, not actually, like, I'm hiding how I'm feeling or whatever, it's like, get over yourself, we put so much emphasis on, like, how we feel, it's like, that's not wise, there's a lot of times we, our feelings are not logical, our feelings are not (laughs) based on anything logical a lot of times, it's like, I'm not saying they aren't sometimes, but it's like, to base so much on how you feel, and... Don't even get me started on how people are like, well, I just don't feel love for them anymore or whatever. Like, or they fell out of love or whatever. I don't know why this makes me think of marriage, but it does. You know, (laughs) it's just interesting to me how many people, well, well, just how much marriage how many people get married and just like what the divorce rate is and everything. It's like, oh, they just fell out of love. No, you idiots. Love is a choice. Just like your attitude is a choice and happiness and all these different things that's mentioned. Your attitude about how you approach things is a choice. You know, just 
I don't know why I thought of that, but I just, I just thought of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like whatever choice you make makes you. And sometimes we feel like we don't have a choice, but honestly, like for something, I would say, you know, that's not true because you always have the choice of how you're going to respond to the world around you, regardless of circumstances. You always still have that choice of how you're going to respond. You do. The idea that you don't is a lie. It really is. It's a lie. Happiness is a choice. You know, like... It's a... It's a hard choice sometimes, but... It's still like something you choose. And actually, you know, I would even go go as far as to say like happiness is happiness is dependent on circumstances really. Joy is not. I don't, there's I don't know what how you would define those differently, but when I think of like the the kind of thing that's a choice, I, I think of joy. Uh, it probably doesn't really matter too much. You know, they're both a pretty similar thing. I would just say the only difference is in how I define them is uh, happiness is uh, something that's more dependent on how you're feeling. Like, uh, happiness is kind of like a feeling. Joy is kind of just this ch- choice uh, in a sense to just be happy. Regardless of how you're feeling. I don't know. <laughs> um, ooh. This next one. <laughs> Amateurs sit. And wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up. And go to work. Stephen King. Uh, I shared an episode talking about, you know, an idea for a book I'm working on, but this is a, a chapter that I'm going to basically talk about is, is, uh, kind of the, the conventional idea among, um, within like the philosophy of like music and, uh, just people's ideas around like writing music and everything. It's like, like, oh, there's just, like, a, a time for writing and a season of writing or I'm in a season of writing or whatever. Like, you know, you know, that's fine. Like, people do that, you know, where I think a lot of times people do that where they just set apart a certain amount of time where they intentionally, like, do what this is saying. But I would say you you should do that all the time. You know, but every, I guess everybody does have different seasons in life. But I would say, you know... Some people use that as an excuse to just wait for a season of inspiration or whatever. Which, I mean, it's, it's just very dependent on circumstances. Which I, I don't like. I don't ever like going the route of depending on circumstances. So, you know, just thinking of this uh, as like a writer, as a musician, um, 
that, well, like people say, like it's disingenuous to like force yourself to write something or force yourself to do something like, you know, and well, I make, I'm making myself do this. <laughs> I say this all the time. Like I would, I would much rather go get a burger from somewhere and just chill on my work break. But I'm trying to like make myself do this because I know it's something I just it's something that I feel like I should do. And I think a lot of times like we we have that like calling in a sense of something we know we should do, but we're like, wait, I wait for like a, a really inspired idea or wait till, till I feel inspired. All this feeling, but it's like, no, inspiration, I think, is a reward, you know, that's given after you've done some work, after you've sat down and made yourself do work. We want the reward before the work, and it's so stupid. Does inspiration come before, like, you work on your art sometimes? Like, yeah, sometimes. I think it comes there because it's like, hey, you idiot. Get to work. Do something with this idea. Get up off your butt. And, but, you know, I think that's the only time that inspiration really comes. I mean, I guess, you know, a lot of people are different or whatever, but I think inspiration is a reward from doing the work of your art. Or whatever you're doing. It's not something we should wait for. And it's not something we should depend on. It's not a feeling we should depend on in order to do the work that we know we're supposed to do. The rest of us just get up and go to work. And see, like, it's the reward from doing the work. Again. You get you get up and you go work. You work on whatever it is that you know you should do, whether it's doing something like this or working on a song or writing some lyrics or whatever. It's a reward from the work. It's not something that just comes. You know, it might come willy-nilly, randomly, but I would not depend on that. When you sit down and you just make yourself start working, it's like half of my songs have just written themselves. I don't even know how, where the, where the hell they came from. <laughs> I have no idea. Not from me. Not from this idiot. I have no idea where they came from. Like, I just made myself sit down and start working, and then I just, like, I don't know. It's like... All of a sudden, from nowhere, there's just like this whole song. I'm like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Inspiration is a reward from doing the work. Not something we should depend on, not a feeling we should wait for. Um... There are no shortcuts to any place worth going. Beverly Sills. I don't know who that is. <laughs> but I agree with this. There are no shortcuts to any place worth going. 
It's like... If it's easy to do, is it really worth doing? And I need to, like, adopt this into, like, every aspect of my life. It's like, so many things in life are so easy to do. But is it really, like, worth our time? Is it really worth doing? Like, what is it really doing for us? You know, this is, like, just our world. It's so against work, but it doesn't realize it. Especially the United States. They're all about, like, oh, we work all the time. Work, like, 10 hours a day or 12 hours a day. But then we go home and we sit on our phones. We look at our, we look at our TV screens or whatever rather than looking in the eyes of our children and our wife. Talking with them. Conversing with them. Learning more about them, developing our relationships with them. And it's like, you know, TV is a lot less work, you know, you can just sit there and not have to work. <laughs> you know, even video games, it's like, <laughs> it's so much fun. And it's like fun on games, especially like, I like games where you can like level up and stuff. But it seems, in a sense, it's like, it's this fantasy, you know, it's this world, I'm leaving this world to go into another world, where it's easier to be the hero. Yeah, that's the big thing about it, is we all, like, want that fantasy of being the hero in our story. There's really only one hero. Honestly. Um. Gosh dang it. So. You know, I think. Uh. There's just so many things in a world that's like, it's a shortcut. It's, it's something we can get the pleasure of something without doing the work of, of that to like, like really earn the pleasure pretty much. Like, uh, there's so many things I could go on and <laughs> so many things in my own life, honestly, yeah, including the video games, because those are so addicting and so fun, because they're so uh, easy. Maybe I should try playing on Legendary, but <laughs> they're just they're just a way to avoid work. Yep. Oh, man. Gee. Time flies. So, uh, I'm actually out of time, so I'm going to close up, close out this episode just again. Uh, I think this is a really great uh, quote. There are no shortcuts to any place worth going. So, you, you just hear the term shortcuts a lot, and I don't think it's always necessarily a bad thing. You know, sometimes it could just be, like, clever marketing or whatever, but don't ever, like, get the idea that the... That this way is going to be 
shorter or faster. Like, yes, you should learn from others and live. But I don't think that's a shortcut because you still have to take that journey. You still have to put in the work. You still have to sacrifice the blood, sweat, and tears, you know, in order to, to do that. Um, so, I'm going to close out with that thought. And stay metal.